Supergroup's operations in South Africa, Europe and the United Kingdom have weathered the adverse impact of the far-reaching economic slowdown. The logistics fleet and dealership company reported double-digit interim revenues and profits, further stating that the challenging environment continues to present opportunities to improve volumes and market share. I spoke to the CEO, Peter Mountford, and started off by asking him what have been the main growth drivers of the company's performance even amid this challenging environment. Here's what he had to say. We had a very good performance across all our businesses. Um, this year, our supply chain businesses in South Africa produced uh, really excellent results. There's quite a significant uh, pullback in the consumer and convenience businesses. We had very good results uh, in the African businesses in the commodity space. We had excellent results in Australia with SG Fleet Australia and good dealerships performances both in South Africa and the United Kingdom despite an ongoing shortage of new vehicles. Yeah, actually let's go into that. What are the dynamics playing out in that dealership uh, unit uh, when you look at demand and also supply chain disruptions? Have they eased? How much are they easing? How much uh, of, of bottlenecks is still there? There's still quite significant bottlenecks in the new car market. Um, obviously, the growth is coming up very low numbers in, in that particular space, but you're still seeing a continuing semiconductor crisis. And then, of course, uh, post that, there's also a logistics lag in some markets such as Australia. So it is a real challenge for our SG fleet business to get an adequate supply of new vehicles. You know, they've got a lot of churn in existing contracts and a number of new contracts. So, so there, is, there are still significant shortages uh, impacting the market. And the same applies in our dealerships in the UK and our dealerships in South Africa. Yeah. Now, of course, you operate in a high cost environment and so do all businesses at, at, at this point. But you talk about um, uh, cost management that you managed um, for this period. And I'm just wondering what cost management strings did you pull to shape the company from the high cost environment that we're dealing with? All right, so there have been lots of initiatives. I mean, we, we had some business areas that were relatively un underperforming historically. We have combined a, a number of branches in Germany, for example, in our supply chain business in Germany. We've consolidated branches like Hamburg and Hanover into sing single branches. We've consolidated three other branch areas. We've closed down three or four transshipment points in southern Germany. And all of that has seen a consolidation of overheads. We've also gone into significant technology development across digitization, artificial intelligence and the like. And then, of course, the dealership space is, is a very difficult space with relatively low margins. So there we've moved towards multi-branded sites in South Africa in particular. So you're representing three or four major brands on those sites and the cost synergies that derive from that is significant. We've also consolidated operations. We've consolidated quite a few operations in the Western Cape, for example, and, and moved more towards larger super dealership type operations in that environment. So it's been quite extensive restructuring of the businesses and consolidation of the businesses. Ah, and also acquisitions, of course, one of the most recent ones being lease plan in Australia. And I'm wondering how much of a driver that was for revenues. Now that, that's, that was a significant acquisition for us. We are the largest and were the largest fleet lease business in Australia prior to lease plan. So we had over 160,000 vehicles on lease there. That takes us to, to over 260,000 vehicles in the Australian market. 
So it has been a significant contributor to revenue growth in Australia and to the performance in Australia. And of course, the big thing is, is as we consolidate these two businesses and integrate the businesses, there should be significant savings and synergies deriving from, from that business in the next 18 months. Yeah, of course, investors are always looking for more upside to see how much more upside um, uh, this kind of performance can actually see uh, in the future. So can this momentum continue into the uh, rest of the financial year and actually even into the next financial year? Yes, we, we believe it can. You know, when you look at supply chain South Africa, the pullback in our consumer and convenience businesses has been significant. We've picked up a number of new contracts which will already start to bear fruit in the second half of this financial year, so in, in the period up to June 2023, and then moving, of course, into June uh, into the next financial year to 2024. The same applies in lease plan. The bulk of the synergy derivation, which is significant, comes through in the 2024 to 2025 financial years, so, so that'll be a significant contributor. And we believe we can continue to grow all our core businesses across Europe, the UK and South Africa very well in, into the next six months and thereafter. The other business that's got huge potential upside is Germany, because that performance has come despite the fact that there's a semiconductor crisis and that German automotive production uh, output is at a, a low point, nearly a 20 year low point. So um, so there's upside in a lot of those businesses and we should maintain our momentum. Definitely. Yeah. And just lastly, to wrap up, Peter, of course, you have managed to navigate this environment quite well. But are there any headwinds or potential headwinds that you are keeping a close eye on that could maybe shake that momentum a little bit? There are. And I mean, the one that we're all talking about, of course, is load shedding in South Africa. And in this six month period, we had 16.7 million rands worth of diesel uh, cost linked to generators that we weren't able, able to recover from our clients. Um, and there's significant disruption out of uh, traffic jams, robot systems that are failing or being removed, etc., as well as slow turnaround times at retail back doors. So they are very definitely um, headwinds. We've done a lot in, in the solar environment over the last five years. We've spent well over 100 million in that space. Um, we will spend again 100 million in, in this financial year, largely to try and get a better solar contribution on our refrigeration temperature control type businesses. So there are headwinds. The diesel price is most definitely a headwind. Ukraine war has most definitely depressed some of the activity in Germany. There's an energy crisis there. But I think we, we've come out of the COVID pandemic and those crises fitter than we were before. And, and I think we'll perform strongly into the future. Uh, all right, and we will wait for the full year results so that we can see where you are in terms of that momentum. Thank you so much for your time, Peter. That was the CEO of Supergroup, Peter Mountford.